starting. Okay. okay. I will have to hope that you clap because Discord eats claps now. It sure does. All right. So yeah, here's my idea for the little intro thing. Uh-huh. What the fuck is up, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns? <laughs> um, I'm into it except for the what the fuck is up part, because I don't want right. to like plagiarize <laughs> my other podcast too quickly. Um, so um how like how you doing? There you go. Listen how up. How you doing, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns? Listen up, I like that. Yes, and obviously we'll have to change it for different factions once we get there. Yeah, I mean, I'm our, I'm using Decrons now. Oh my or god. Destrons, Destrons that's, that's what, right. instead of Decepticons. We, I am going to stick with the dub names because some of, I'm, I refuse to call, call Smokescreen Grap. It feels weird. I'm going I'm to use the sub names for everyone except Optimus because I cannot call him Convoy. <laughs> you want to start us off for episode zero? Sure. Two trucks having sex, two trucks having sex, my muscles, my muscles, involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex, two trucks having sex, my muscles, my muscles, involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks, making love, American made. So, welcome to Prime Cuts. A non-linear history of the Transformers on television. I am one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm your other host, Audrey. And um, very quickly, uh, we should probably do pronouns since this is yes zero. So I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. And I use they, them. And we're here to introduce this podcast. Sort of. So, Prime Cuts, you know... The history of this podcast is very short. I was complaining on Twitter about the Bay movies and said I could talk for hours about Transformers. And then you said we should make a podcast. And I said, hmm. Yeah. And then we did. And then we did. And that's just, it's as, e- it's as easy as that, folks. <laughs> Even easier now that we're on uh, Noise Space. That's right. So what this show is going to be now we could have done you know starting from g1 a chronological exploration of the transformers franchise as it evolves but that's boring that's that's tired what's wired is doing it out of order at random uh picking arbitrarily each time we finish a season and or show yeah so, so we're not going. We're not going to go totally random. We are going to do entire seasons together. At, yeah, we're not just <laughs> going. Least. We're not just going to pick. All right, we're doing Beast Wars season two next without doing season one. No, right. But we will alternate who gets to choose. Uh, I think you will will choose after we're done with Armada here. Which, by the way, Armada is our first show. It is an anime though, so it is a full block, no seasons. Um, yeah. So we will be watching the whole thing. I mean, it's kind of, so Armada's complicated because mm. it's part of a trilogy. Yes. So technically it has no seasons, but it is itself almost a season within the larger Unicron trilogy with Cybertron and Energon being yes. the other two seasons. Before we get into the history of Armada, because I do want to talk a little bit about every time we start a new show, I want to kind of talk about where it fits into the broader context yeah. of, of the franchise's history. Let's talk about our own personal history with these yeah, funny robots. Yeah, we should robots. probably actually save that for the next episode. 
Oh, okay. All right. So because that's like the actual first episode of Armada. Yes. So we'll, we'll save the the sort of wider context for Armada next time, but uh, it it will be coming. And so yeah, we'll we'll talk about so so Transformers is a when did I for I think the th- the first time I was exposed to Transformers was actually a beast war a uh, beast machines mcdonald's toy i think that's interesting it is so i armada was my first show that i actually watched it was and yeah. i'm i don't think i don't think i actually watched it all the way through the first time you know upon first airing because i wasn't actually a huge tv watcher when i was a kid i i like to do other stuff um so by the t- I think Cybertron might have been the first show I watched all the way through. But Armada was one of the first Transformer show I was actually into, like consciously. Um, but I had a, I re- I remember very vividly I had a a Beast Machines to- uh, McDonald's toy of Jetstorm, I think one of ah. the Vehicons that I played with a lot. And then later, uh, my parents bought me a Robots in Disguise Grimlock. Now I did not watch Robots in Disguise. The but you th- did have great taste in Grimlock. <laughs> the one of the very few Grimlocks who does not turn into a dinosaur. He's a, a fr- an excavator, I think. I didn't want. Yeah, it's you know, it's so. Ba- I hate that they named the 2015 show Robots in Disguise because now I have to make sure to specify. I'm talking about the 2000 Robots one. in Disguise. 2001 yeah. Robots in Disguise, localized from the creatively named Car Robots. <laughs> pretty good and so yeah that was that was like i was pretty young then and i didn't really know what a transformer was or what a tv show was but i know i liked the i liked the toy but armada is really where i learned to love transformers i had a bunch of armada toys as a kid my dad like burned me like dvds to watch them on with like programmed menus and shit um and that's where i watched a lot of stuff i remember i had a few blocks of episodes like i think it was like 12 through like 30 that i watched over and over again i think (laughs) and did they treat you well they did those are good episodes i i remember them fondly at least you know that's where we get into some wild stuff that's where you get thrust in the mix thrust is a very fun character I love I love that they just included Thrust and literally none of the other Seekers. That's right. It's just Thrust. Like, just Thrust. And there's a throwaway <laughs> line in the dub later where Starscream mentions Thundercracker. But we'll we'll get to why that line exists when we get there, because it's very funny. Um, yeah, there. and uh, I also read a bit of the Dreamwave comic that was running concurrently with this show uh while while it was airing i actually brought a huge stack of the armada dreamwave comics for a show and tell in like the second grade or something that's awesome i but, wish i wish i'd had a the balls to do that as a kid and that my parents would have let me <laughs> i think I, I i yeah i was it was wild the comics are interesting they're like they kind of, uh, we'll talk about it more in the actual first episode, they kind of take a little bit more of the the uh, the, the darker ideas behind the minicons and put them more at the forefront, which is interesting. And oh, also, like them being sentient creatures, but yes. not being treated like that? Yes, exactly. There's a, It's all about that. Whereas the show just sort of 
shoves that to the side mostly. Yeah, they're like house elves. They're like, no, they love it. Don't worry about it. And I feel like we will get more about that later, but for the first yeah. three episodes, as we'll get to, they just they just sort of say, don't think about it. It's fine. But yeah, that's... Uh, and then I, I watched from Armada to Energon to Cybertron, uh, and I was... You know, my... My my love of the Transformers has, has waxed and waned, but it's always sort of been there. Much like uh, some of you know, my other interests, like Yu Gi Oh, there are. I don't know who, anything about that. <laughs> who 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 could who could ever make yeah. a show about Yu Gi Oh? Yeah, but, sounds uh, fake. You know, if my interest picked back up in 2007 when the movie was coming out, and then I loved 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 Transformers animated, which is still the best. Uh, television incarnation of Transformers, in my opinion. Love that shit. But as of late, I've kind of fallen off on the TV side of Transformers and the comic side. I I was way into the uh, the the 2014 IDW comics that era before they rebooted their continuity, and I I liked Transformers Prime a lot. I tried the 2015 Rid, and I did not like it at all um i thought it was a bad looking show and it was kind of annoying i didn't i didn't i don't want to watch we will eventually watch the sea uh the war for cybertron trilogy but that is also a very ugly show oh christ it's so ugly rooster teeth retire bitch the, was that them yes it was are we gonna watch the fucking machinima shows the fucking uh. prime wars trilogy Oh wait, I thought that's what you're talking about. No, the ones on Netflix, right? Yeah, those are different. Those are different shows somehow. There was a web series in like 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm t- I know what you're talking about. And yeah. then there was the the latest one which is the the tie-in to the War for Cybertron trilogy toy line on Netflix. Right. Yeah, so the War for so that one, the one on Netflix was Rooster Teeth. Oh. But I also know what you're talking about with the uh, the web the machinima yeah. ones. Oh Christ! That that show is very ugly, and I I want to also get, I want to I need to get into Cyberverse because that actually looks good. Cyberverse was fun. Cyberverse I just finished, and it was fun. Cyberverse gives me some animated vibes, which I dig. Yeah, there's a lot of genocide. Ah. <laughs> like a shocking a shocking amount of genocide, I would say, in Cyberverse. Perfect, wonderful. That's so good to hear. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's that's where I'm sort of at with uh with with Transformers. I have you know I have a, quite a few of them in the shelf behind me. Most of them are animated figures, but uh, for a while I was trying to collect uh, all of the Unicron trilogy era toys, but I decided to give up on that because they were getting very hard to find and kind mm. of expensive to find in good condition. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, me. Yeah. So, uh, despite being a few years older than Nero, we won't say how many, it's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I actually somehow completely missed out on, like, Beast Wars and Beast Machines. Not quite sure how that happened, but, like, not only did I not watch them, they weren't even on my radar. I didn't even know they existed when I was a kid, which is, like, very strange because I was watching Cartoon Network and Toonami, like, during that era. I don't think Um, they were ever... Were they on Cartoon Network? I thought they were on Cartoon Network. I think they, they were on, on Fox Kids, I believe. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Maybe I was just so attached to like Tsunami and Cartoon Network that I didn't even give Fox Kids like a look and totally missed totally missed these things. Yeah, but... I don't I don't think Beast the Beast era ever made it onto Cartoon Network. 
But, uh, yeah, so uh, this was around when I was eight, um, which is before the turn of the millennium, and that's all we're going to say about that. Um, and, um, I was, I was like conscious of Transformers being a thing. I had a, a friend who I spent a lot of times with and we were actually really into, uh, Power Rangers and he had, uh, he had two things. He had a, a cl- huge collection of Bionicles. He had a huge collection of Zoids. Mm-hmm. And I loved playing with the, uh, uh, the, sorry, the Power Ranger Zords. Rather. Yeah, I was about to say, well, um, they're kind of like... I also yeah. remember Zoids a lot. I never watched the right. show, but man, those so, toys looked cool as fuck. Yeah, I did watch Zoids, and I was very into Zoids. But he had he had like all these sets of Power Ranger Megazords uh, that I insisted on playing with when we were over at his place, way more than he was interested in doing it. Um, and I was like, "Damn, wow, cool robot!" Um, <laughs> and you know, I, I started being fascinated with, like, robots and combiners sort of through that early experience, but I didn't really connect it to Transformers until way, 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 way later. So when 2007 movie came out, I watched it, and I was like, eh, this is, like, a fine summer movie. It was fine. I had fun watching it, but it also was not, like, gripping my attention in any serious way. And then um, I went to college, and while I was in college, um, I got really into a different TF, Team Fortress. Wow. And I was playing Team Fortress 2 a lot. And in 2010, some of the most famous Team or, uh, Fortress artists, including Deerzu, um, Makani Dot Dot, uh, who is now an actual uh, like uh, designer for Valve. She started off by doing um, like fan art and background design. For that, she's the she's the one who created the the image of the administrator from Team Fortress Two. Oh, is that she they, like the, the official comic artist now. She's one of them. Yeah, wow. yeah. Damn. So she's one of them. She's done like background. She did like background stuff in Portal Two. Mostly, she's working. I looked her up the other day because I was curious because I knew I was going to talk about her here. Um, but uh, she's working mostly on like Dota now. As um, everyone at Valve is. As everyone at Valve is, yeah, so she's working on Dota, but yeah, so there is this huge, like, um, fan art community in, in TF, the TF2 fandom that I was a part of, and in 2010, they all got really into Transformers Prime. Huh. I don't, I don't know what it was, but they got really into Transformers Prime, and I'm like, alright, well, if all these people who, like, I like and, like, have similar taste to me are doing this fan art, like, I'll check it out, and I fell in love when i was 20 so it took me to be to get to to age 20 to fall in love with transformers but prime did it for me um and specifically uh i got mm, both like kin with and also horny for steve bloom starscream ah uh, there you there we go we, we've We've yeah, we cracked the code. We've cracked the code. Prime um, is a real solid show. I really like Prime. Prime's very good. Uh, Prime, Prime is uh, Prime to my mode. Like my mind is sort of like the synthesis of all the best parts of every other Transformers media leading up to that point. Yeah, it's like so, the it's like the Transformers show. Right, like it has it has Frank Welker and uh, Peter Cullen back in their original roles again. So it has like the iconic voice actors. It has like the much improved CG from Beast Wars and Beast Machines. 
Um, and it has, like, the solid, like, sort of dark humor of animated. And, like, the, the actually, like, good plotting of animated. It, it's just, like, to me, like, a very good synthesis of all the other series that came before it. Um, and I think it showed. And so, like, I was obsessed with Starscream. And I'm like, all right, it's time for me to uh, consume 30 years of media now. And then I did that. I... <laughs> Went back to G1, and I watched all of G1, and it turns out that I love Starscream as a bastard man in any, in, uh, any form. G1 Starscream uh, is the funniest fucker on the planet. Geez, he's so fucking funny. He has some of the funniest lines that I've ever heard, <laughs> including th- my favorite three-word line ever, she's not so hot. Sorry, four words. She's not so hot. <laughs> oh, that's right. She does say that about Nightbird. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> she's not so hot. It's, it's, so, it's so fucking funny. Um, I went to... Oh, I forgot to mention uh, uh, along the way. So I watched the movie, but Armada was also the first series that I actually watched. That I remember watching because it was on Toonami. Oh, right. Um, it was on Toonami on Saturday nights, and I that was like the first time I also like consciously watched a Transformer show, and was like my first introduction to the series. And I relate very heavily to Alexa's journey uh, <laughs> through <laughs> being a normal <laughs> human girl to being Starscream's girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I watched all of Armada all the way through, and then I think some scheduling stuff happened with Toonami and, um, Cybertron and, uh, Unicron, but, uh, sorry, Cybertron and Energon, so I don't think I watched all of those the whole way through, but Armada was, like, definitely my first experience, like, actively choosing to consume Transformers media. But anyway, so after Prime, I, I, I went through and saw, watched G1. I tried to watch, um, I tried to watch Animated, but it was hard for me to get into without Frank Welker and, um, Peter Cullen there. I had, like, a really, really tough time adjusting to that. The voice cast of Animated is really interesting because you it's, have- It's very interesting. You have David Kay as Optimus, which is very funny because, of course, David Kay is most famous- for being the best Megatron voice. I, you know, talking about Frank Welker's performance as Megatron, I like him a lot in Prime. I think that performance is fucking great. Yeah. I do not like G1 Megatron. He's way too, like, scratchy. I think he... Yeah. Maybe he, like, lowered it a lot in Prime, where he's much more growly. He's yeah, still got he, the identifiable Megatron voice, but he is, like, way more tolerable. I think Frank Welker probably enjoyed playing Soundwave more. He's like, this yes. is where I'm going to dedicate my good voice acting, and Absolutely. Megatron gets what he gets. He gets what he gets, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's... But, yeah, Animated's voice cast is, is very interesting. It, it is a... Animated is one of the more idiosyncratic Transformers shows. It has a lot of yeah. stuff that's very unique about it. Compared to most other uh, shows, including SpongeBob as Starscream, uh, animated Starscream is like the, I th- I love all Starscream. Starscream is across the franchises are always some good. That's some. That's good why shit. he's in. That's why. Guess what? That's why he's in more Transformers media than literally any other character. Is that true? Is he in it more than Megatron? Yeah, because he. It's not technically Megatron in Beast Wars and Beast Machine. It's Megatronus. That's true. It's like a guy who read about Megatron and said, ooh. 
But it's it it is it is Starscream straight up ghost in those. That's right. So, really, yeah. me, really, the Beast Wars one... Megatron is a Kenny when you think about it. Yeah, the only <laughs> the only media he's not in is Rescue Bots. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see Starscream show up in Rescue Bots. <laughs> it'd be pretty good. Someone someone should have been able to do it. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like the um, IDW Christmas special. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, that's uh. So yeah. you're you're prime. I'm animated. Yeah, but we can. Get and it also, wrong. and also, uh, at, at that same time, I started reading the IDW one comics as well, which are, I would say, probably at this point, my primary. 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 Yeah, my primary fandom for Transformers. It's either like the IDW G one comics or like G one itself. I really think G one is just so fucking funny. It's hilarious. Um, it is. It is a terrible show, but it is so funny. It is so funny, and it's so it is so cheaply made. It is uh, something that it shares uh, in in uh, yeah. with a lot, with a few other shows, including maybe the one we're going to be talking about uh, yeah. soon. But yeah, I the IDW comics. Obviously, we won't actually be talking about them here because they weren't on TV, but we'll be talking about them frequently because they're the best shit. And who knows? Stay tuned if we ever Stay get tuned. a Patreon. You know, there's. Speaking of our modest Starscream, there's that that first Windblade solo series where they have him in the Armada body because uh, yeah. there was a toy on the shelf. And I got to tell you, the lady who drew that... Miss Sarah Stone, I have feelings for your robot drawings. She wanted to fuck Starscream so badly. You know what? Good on you. That is... Yeah. That Starscream, man. I mean, IDW Starscream in general is just also extremely good. Yeah. I'm I'm very much into <laughs> not to talk about this too much. I'm very much into Guido Guidi's uh, Starscream in the comics because th- those thick li- thighs save lives, baby. <laughs> he was the one who was it was a Guidi or Miss Thickums? Was someone else who was no, it's not. Was a Guidi who drew the like weird uh, live action G one hybrid stuff in like around like 2008? Was it? Oh, I have no idea. I just know I I I just know his uh <laughs> his uh IDW one comic art. Yes. For so we should also talk about who our favorites overall are. And yeah. that's gonna be hard because Transformers is this vast, sprawling franchise that is constantly reinventing itself and, and you know And its characters. As yes. we talk about Armada, I mean we're talking about like the differences. I am gonna be using the Japanese names and Nero's gonna be using the English names because I'm watching the sub, which is a fun new experience for me, something yeah. I haven't done. And I am yeah, I'm I'm experiencing the classic four kids dub, which as far as four kids dubs go, it's not the worst. Yeah. It's all right. But uh the 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 names there. I mean, these these are completely different characters. Yeah, in, the, in all in both versions than other versions of their characters. We'll talk a little bit about it next time when we actually start the show. But like, this was the era where Hasbro was basically saying we should reuse these names, which is the thing they would start doing frequently. However, later reusing the the, uh, the G one names usually brought with it a more a character who is more reminiscent of that g1 character and this they're really just throwing whatever at the walls it's yeah they dog don't care they're just trying to keep those fucking trademarks it does not fucking matter yeah so yeah uh who is my overall favorite and i'm trying to like 
obviously i could just say starscream but i don't even know if that's really true i love starscream i mean i will come out and say very very firmly that starscream is my favorite in every continuity i've never not loved the starscream and it's like i guess if i had to choose like overall across continuities what is a character i really like no matter where it's probably starscream but yeah i have much greater love for certain incarnations of other characters particularly idw cyclonus that's my shit i love idw cyclonus um i really really like animated ratchet Mm. that's a that is an i think turning they they really were pioneers when they said what if ratchet was like a crotchety old bastard with a heart of gold and then that was the ratchet you got forever after that and it's good yeah it is really good. It was like, what if we just made Ratchet into Bones from Star Trek? <laughs> and you know what? But, like, even older. Yeah, even older. And it works. Uh, yeah, man, I, it's so hard because there's so many different incarnations of characters that I love. But I think, perhaps, the maybe, maybe this is more attached to a voice actor, but the character I love the most is whenever David Kay is playing Megatron. Yeah, okay. David K's different Megatrons are so good. They are, he is like Frank Welker was was, you know, metallic screeching and and very much like 80s cartoon villain. David K's Megatrons always have this camp about them no matter what series he's in. Yeah. It's just the voice he uses. And, and like, like a level of sophistication yeah he's like he's like he is not the the cackling villain of g1 he is he is a much more like mastermind and like always always making plans and and he's he just he just he's just got this sense of coolness that some other megatrons don't yeah plus the voice is sexy plus the voice is sexy yes (laughs) And like, um, and so I, I will be glad to, to sit around with David K's Armada Megatron for this, uh, for this first grip here. Yeah. I mean, Star- so Star- Starscream across the board is like my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I've always loved him. Um, particular shout outs to, uh, G1 animated and prime Starscream. All um, very similar in terms of their classic Starscreamness, as in they just want to usurp shit. And when I say when I say G one, I also like mean IDW G one right. as well. Yeah. Who like IDW again? We're not going to talk that much about IDW in in the following episode, so I kind of feel comfortable talking about it a lot here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the comics do something very interesting with Starscream, which is they actually for once give him what he wants. Yes, and then he has to live that with <laughs> like live with now being the leader of an entire planet, uh, which is not, <laughs> not what he was sort of expecting it to be. And also he's going crazy slash seeing the ghost of Ghosts. someone he may have, he may have helped kill. It's fine. It's Don't worry about so... it. I do Starscream is, is great. All of his stories are like a political, like they're like Cybertronian political thrillers and they work way better than they have any right to. Yeah. I love all of that. All of that shit with IDW Starscream. Uh, yeah, no, G1 cartoon Starscream is like this shrill, bumbling idiot 
who is just constantly saying the funniest shit in the world. And if literally at one point Megatron falls over and he just declares himself leader of the Decepticons. Yeah, I mean, it happens every two minutes. <laughs> yeah, he uh, gets back up, like, a minute later. It's <laughs> I know. Like, it's, it's so good. Animated Starscream is, is more successful than most, but man, yeah. he loves to talk. The- and he's the most egotistical Starscream, which is really saying quite something the best yeah the best part about almost every version of starscream is that um he's wearing booty shorts that say primus won't let me die (laughs) uh so so, (laughs) despite like he's immortal in more versions than he's not yeah like Um, there there was a a, an an episode of the original show where he came back as a ghost and yeah, like, he, that was just like a throwaway plot that someone did in the 80s, probably yeah, just, just half mad on cocaine. Um, yeah. And like, but that is an aspect of his character that has been picked up again and again. The idea of, well, he has some sort of thing about him, whether he, it be like a aberrant has an start. outlier, an outlier ability. He can as, just as die. As some cannons call it. Yeah, he can die and come back. You know, and... There's an extremely good bit of that in animated that we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, I, I mean there. that is like that is like the crux of his character in animated. And, uh, and Prime Starscream, he's just he's something else. I don't know. There's so much going on with Prime Starscream. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Prime Starscream. He's got stiletto heels. He does like I. I have no idea what they were thinking when they did the design for Prime Starscream. But he shoves his it hand. Made a lot. In, he's got like claws, perfectly manicured claws, and he shoves his hand into someone's chest in like the first seven minutes of the show. Yeah. Wild and out, Prime Starscream <laughs> is. Um. But anyway, yeah. So he's my favorite. Um, I also have um, a very large fondness for G1 Wheeljack. Um, I love G1 Wheeljack. I think it's so funny what they do with his character in another series, which has just, like, nothing. Like, again, Nero, you mentioned how, like, after Armada, like, starting with Animator or whatever, all the the versions of uh, the characters that we see sort of relate back to their g1 selves that is not the case for wheeljack <laughs> yeah no prime wheeljack is just a different guy just a completely different person as is like other like as is wheeljack in armada there's a yes in, yeah so as is wheeljack in armada like these are completely different characters from g1 but g1 wheeljack just makes my heart smile so much he's a mad scientist like that's it he's just like a mad scientist who works for the autobots there are and so he, many episodes and, of G1 that are just, the plots are driven by, uh-oh, Wheeljack made a really just, fucked up thing that yeah. the Decepticons stole. He, like, he and his husband, Ratchet, made dinosaur robots and then purposely didn't give them en- enough intelligence to, like, control themselves because he read in a museum that dinosaurs had tiny brains. Like, this is an incredible character absolutely phenomenal um, i love wheeljack too. very I much love, yeah the character design of g1 wheeljack is great i love the light up ears that he has because he doesn't have a fucking mouth the finials yes yeah so g1 wheeljack is great i mean i there is uh i i quite like i already said idw cyclonus very good <laughs> idw whirl have you watched the dr smooth videos 
I have, yes. I have All I can think about when you said with the with, about videos was, how would you like a mouthful of liquid nitrogen? I don't even have a mouth, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, G1 Soundwave? I, I, I have a, a, oh. a, a large fondness for him in, in many incarnations, especially the, the G1 IDW Soundwave. Yeah, I mean, dad of the year. Dad Though the unclear, year. unclear in the comics if he's dad of the year or son of the year. I think he was adopted by Ravage, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to tell. Chest. It's really hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah, just it's sort of a, it's just a found family of though, one robot and a bunch of little animals that turn though, into cassettes. Yeah, it is. It is confirmed though that uh, Rumble and Frenzy are Soundwave's sons in the comics because Starscream oh, yes. makes a comic comment. I hate his shitty kids. <laughs> yeah, they're his little shithead sons who want to go to McDonald's. Like yeah. that is absolutely who they are. Ravage is a bit more, uh, you know, sophisticated. And then there's Ratbat, but that's a whole different situation in the IDW comics. Yeah, fuck, buddy, it sure is. Woof! <laughs> so, yeah, Woof! I'm sure the... Well, if, any, if you should take away anything from this episode zero, it should be... Go read the IDW1 continuity, it's good. Well, yeah. the, the the back half of it is. The first half, written by the Simon Furman... Is the first half is fine. Yeah, the first half is fine, and then Simon Furman says, "I have ideas about women." Oh and yeah. Uh oh. Oh no. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Simon Furman's still being allowed to write. Why is that Uh-oh. happening? Don't worry. They fix. They fix that later, though. <laughs> they say, yeah. "No, we're going to ignore what you did. We're going to do our own thing." And he was mad about that, if I remember correctly. He was extremely mad online when More Than Meets the Eye introduced other female Transformers. Yeah. Well. You know, pissed. gender gender is torture. Stay mad, stay mad, Simon. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Right. Is there anything, anything else we need to cover here in episode zero, other than read IDW one, look up a picture of Prime Starscream, and then look <laughs> up like a video clip of him? Because I promise he doesn't sound how you think he does. Yeah. Um, uh, as, as someone who is very used to Steve Bloom's career, um, and watched, has watched him in dubs for quite a long time, I would say that turning on TF Prime and hearing, uh, Prime Starscream was, mm, a shock. It is. It is. You know, he usually, he, he's very typecast ever since he got cast as Wolverine. He's like, he's the gruff guy. Cause that's kind of what he sounds like. I think since Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, since Cowboy Bebop probably, but like Prime yeah. Starscream is not a gruff guy in any sense no. of the word. No, he's uh, he's very much not. Oh man, I just remembered his his like his his sort of tete a tete with uh not tete what is it what am I saying to say his uh fuck I forgot how words work knockout <laughs> Prime knockout yeah their weird rivalry their real rivalry about which one of them can be more explicitly homosexual the answer uh, is knockout the answer is knockout the, uh, knockout the answer wins is every knockout time. it is knockout <laughs> who is i i want everyone to imagine this voiced by the same guy who voices timmy turner's dad in Doing, the fairly oh that's right it is the same guy yeah so just uh. imagine him as a very flamboyant sports car and that's knockout who's also like a surgeon, not by training, but by <laughs> circumstance. Uh, Prime, I can't wait to get to Prime. Prime is so good. But yeah, we will, so good. we will get there. First, we have to talk about Transformers Armada next time here, which is yeah. 
It's I still have I still hold a place in my heart yeah. for it. Listen, it's a series. It is a show. <laughs> so what is the outro for this show? I guess we should we should do plugs too, right? Yeah. It's episode zero. This is gonna be its own standing thing. Behind the curtain, we're recording both in the same day, but we're recording this one first as a little opener. As a little appetizer. It's like a it's like it's like the bread at a yeah. steakhouse. An aperitif. Yeah, eat the bread. <laughs> but don't fill up on bread. So um, we're on noise space, which is cool. X Y Z. Thank you, thank you, Matt, for hosting us on Noise Space, which you can find at noisespace dot x y z. Um, you can find us, uh, Prime Cuts Pod, on Twitter. Uh, we should, I think, in the episode descriptions, and um, I'm going to put that as our. Um, as our website on Twitter, uh, have a permanent link to our Discord. Yes, you should join. Um, I took so many screenshots <laughs> from episode three of Armada because there's some there's some interesting looking things in that episode. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I'll say. And uh, I personally am Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter at Optimum on Prime, which is oh, I can finally talk about it. My funny robot internet joke. Damn, <laughs> there it's it true. is. It's finally fitting. It's fi- finally. It all comes uh, full circle. Uh, you can also listen to the other podcast, which is also on the NoisePace.xyz network, uh, Pot of Greed, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. And I don't have any other. Uh, Project isn't making it at the moment, but if you're interested in hearing more from me potentially in the future, you can follow at the reticulation as well. That's T H E R E T I C U L E T I O N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website I'm trying to launch with a good friend of mine to uplift and spotlight LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. And I'm Nero. You can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Uh, it's a lot of Final Fantasy these days. I have a bun. I have a, a few other projects. One. Uh, that just recently wrapped up, you can go to uh, at Podcast of Power on Twitter to hear me and my friend Jane's show about the 2018 She-Ra uh, animated series on Netflix. An extremely good show, by the way. Uh, we did a, a whole deep dive critical analysis on that. We've just put up our, our finale episode. I'm, I'm going to be putting up the email wrap-up after that, and we are done with that i am also uh on on disney minus at disney minus pod uh where i I just talk shit about some disney movies on on disney plus just recorded one on the lion king 2 not a good film but as far as straight to video disney movies go it's not the worst uh there's a i hear there's a sexy lion there's like a sexy emo bad boy lion in it yeah voiced by max goof which was very distracting yep I was literally uh, just having a conversation about this with my friends last night. It's so fucking funny. That that movie that movie really was made for like twelve year old scene girls uh in like two thousand two. And an upcoming project Ooh. that I that I have that will be starting up sometime early next year. Jane and I also des- decided to follow up our Shira show with a holistic look at Final Fantasy XIV, a critical analysis of the entirety of Final Fantasy XIV from Realm Reborn through Endwalker. Ten, like almost ten years of storytelling. And we will be starting that up after Endwalker comes out this November. 
And that can be found over at Radio Free Heidelin on Twitter. That's not the ad. The ad is at Heidelin Radio, which is spelled H-Y. I'm doubting myself. Hang on. I was about to spell it. And I was like, is that how you spell it? H-Y-D-A-E-L-Y-N Radio. There you go. That always trips me up. But yeah, that's going to be starting up soon. Final Fantasy XIV. Good game. Very long. Bad game. Very long. <laughs> it's a line of contrasts, really, when you think about it. It contains multitudes. It does contain multitudes. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at over there. So follow me over on, on those places, if you would like. And I was thinking for um, us signing off, we could do something like, um, I'm gonna like go something something, transform and roll out. That's right. But how do we lead into transform and roll out? But that's what I'm saying, is that like it would change, it's sort of like... Right. How how would uh, Pod agreed that where it's like I'm gonna go uh, gaze at my Starscream Dakimakura transform and roll out. I am going to go. Hmm. My brain is like sluggish today. Peach. Peach. <laughs> All right. We can stop there if you'd like. Yeah. All right.